the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Rob Black and your money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. So here we sit, the day before the day before Christmas, and no one, I'm telling you, no one has got me my Ron Burgundy scotch. I'm not bitter, I'm not upset, it's just a fact of life that I'm going to have to get on with. I'm not going to talk Duck Dynasty. I'm not. I'm going to talk the fact that somehow, some way, some shape, some form, I didn't get my scotch. And I'm bitter. I'm angry at all of you who say you like the show. I'm angry at all of you saying that I've helped you. Clearly not enough. 800-516-1220. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. I'm not going to talk Chinese Wan in the seven-day repurchase rate today. I'm bitter. I didn't get my scotch. It's... Mm, I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Mm-mm-mm. Yes, I'm going to have a better Christmas than Justine Sacco, but not by much. I didn't get my scotch. Justine Sacco, you say, who's she? Well, she's about to get on a flight. It was a 12-hour international flight. She posted a tweet. She didn't know that she posted a tweet. She tweeted a tweet, but she don't. She didn't know that she posted it. It was a pretty god offensive tweet. Like, trust me, I'm offensive. Hers was even more so offensive. With that said, who is she? She's a great lesson on why you do not ever, never, ever try to be funny on the internet. I'd say being sexy on the internet is not even a good idea. She tried to tweet something to her friends and family, or maybe she's just trying to tweet something to her friend. I don't know. But it went out while she's at the airport. And basically she loses a pretty high-profile job going into Christmas Eve. She's a former senior director of communications at IAC, which is a massive media public relations company. Um, the whole Christmas angle and tweeting in, in media, it's pretty rough out there. Ask Megan Kelly from Fox 
who tried to, in her opinion, be funny, but I don't even know if she was, say that Santa Claus is white. And it it takes people out there to say Santa Claus is made up to like focus the energy on that and like get it kind of like desensitized or or deconstructed. So Justine Sacco, she wrote on Twitter, going to Africa. Hope I don't get AIDS. Just kidding. I'm white. That's not even funny. Now, I think we can all understand her plight of drunk dialing or drunk texting or something in social media. Does she deserve to lose a job? For just what's considered god-awful um, spin control. One of the reasons I don't do a lot of personal... I don't do personal messages on Twitter because you never know. You really seriously never know. So I don't tweet. I don't do Facebook. I don't post pictures of you know, uh, my friends post pictures of their ugly children doing fun things, and it's kind of like brag book. You know, it's I, it's not for me. I know I get a little heat on that, but so she tweets, "Going to Africa, hope I don't get AIDS." Just kidding, I'm white. The reality is that whites don't have an AIDS problem in Africa. That's a reality, and sh- and she's kind of addressing that with very, very dark humor. But it is dark humor, right? Like, she's not really saying, hope I don't get AIDS. Like, it's contagious. And she's losing a job, and honestly, who would marry her at this point in time? Like, she's cons- she has to be like, who would hire her at this point in time? You're like, number one most hated person in, in uh, the tweet world? I don't know. But what a horrific quote, and at the same time, it's really dark humor, and I kind of get it. And at the same time, that doesn't make me a bad person, because I didn't tweet it, and, but I would I wouldn't go near that tweet for a million miles. So please, if you learn one message this Christmas holiday season, be careful what you tweet. Rob Black cares. Rob Black cares, and we should end with a big rainbow. Rob Black cares. Be careful what you tweet. Seriously, like, um, it's almost tragic because, like, you can tweet this woman's name or uh, Bing her name, Justine Zacco, and she appears to have a lovely life. Um, she appears to be like a, a wonderfully fun young person, and now she's just going to be haunted for years and years to come. Um, and she tried to. Oh wait, here's the here's the kicker. She tried to delete the tweet when she landed, like as if it didn't go out. But before she landed, she was out of a job. And she's apologizing again and again and again. You know, she says, "I've apologized multiple times to multiple media outlets. I'm still receiving threats. Why can't it stop?" Um, I apologize for what I said. If I could go back in time, I wouldn't have posted. And I know how stupid that tweet was. What more do you want? Um. This could be your kid. And that, I, maybe that's what I'm trying to get out there at this point in time. This could be your kid. And that's why everyone needs to be super careful. Uh, hopefully your kid isn't Justin Bieber. And hopefully your kid isn't Justine Sacco. Those are the two hopes that I hope for when hoping for hopes for you. 
if that makes any sense at all. Uh, crazy though, right? Apple's in the news day. They get their China Mobile deal finally done. In the news, signed. Chinese New Year coming up. Everyone seems to have an opinion. Uh, who cares? It, it's a big addressable market. We knew that we're going to get it. Was it sooner than later? That's how news works. Like, it's the worst kept secret, right? An iPhone with a bigger screen is coming earlier than expected. That's the big news for me. I want a big iPhone. I want it to be 52 inches. You want an uh, iPhone that's 52? Yes! I want a 52-inch iPhone that I can carry in my back pocket. And like you start measuring out 52 inches. Oh, that's a little bit big. Yeah, that's a bit big. I want an iPhone TV. So it's the TV that I want. But some people want a bigger iPhone. And I get it. Um, September, October. But, 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 but. There's an analyst who says uh, May 2014. So it's kind of driving the stock a little bit higher today. And now you're saying, well, that's good news. There's also a memo released by Tim Cook, not released by Tim Cook, but reprinted by Tim Cook for Dawn that was telling Apple employees, expect big things this year. Yeah. That kind of feels like a, a PR leak, right? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke. So Apple up 16, buckaroos, day 565, hit a year high. Not quite. Skosh off that. So the news was kind of expected. 800-516-1200. Get calls in there. Find me online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Okay. I've been a little obsessed recently with the movie Home Alone and Macaulay Culkin. I don't suffer from obsessive compulsive disease, but I've been a little obsessed with the movie and how cruel and mean this kid was, what a, a psychomaniac he was, of which, for the record, Americans introduced the psycho character to the world. England and your bad teeth and your bad food and your, your frumpy women and your less than expected performances from tennis players. England introduced us to things along the lines of like Frankenstein, uh, the monster, uh, Bram Stoker, the vampire, like Europe. I don't hate you, Europe, but you're on my, my watch list. 
you introduced us to a lot of great things. And one thing that we introduced you to was the Psycho. So I've been obsessed with this movie and, and the medical damages that this kid is. Like, he literally lights a man's head on fire. That's awesome. He falls down a, a flight of stairs, which would have fractured his face. He gets hit with a jar of paint and a sledgehammer to the head. But I know you're saying, what are you really obsessed with? That family had too many kids. How can you go on vacation and forget your kid? Americans have too many kids. It's an epidemic at this point in time. And that's all I'm throwing it out there for you is to think about. is like, uh, this Christmas, don't forget your kid. They left a kid at home. I know you're saying, please, dear God, change the topic. Bring on Chad Burton. Okay, okay, I will. SP 500's up 7, Dow's up 61, NASDAQ up 26. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. Chad, it's an easy topic to get into. A lot of spinning, a lot of fluff. It's been done before and again, but the prenup. Prenuptial agreement, financial contract between you and the person you're marrying, typically considered a contentious idea in the media. What's your thoughts? It shouldn't be. I think that uh, if you can't, it's really a barometer, I think, for the marriage. If you can't talk about money, if you can't talk about a prenup, um, then you're probably going to have problems. We all know that, what, about 50, 55% of marriages fail? Yep. Where prenups are even more important is t- tends to be that second marriage, and 60% of second marriages fail. Wow. And the second marriage, you're dealing with issues of not only money, but also of children from previous marriages, and that, you know, how do you step-parent? Um, how do you deal with those issues on top of money? So prenups, you know, if you're getting married straight out of college, unless you're doing a, you know, you're a, you're already well into your law degree or you're, you know, you're going to medical school or whatever, um, a lot of times there's not a lot to protect. But in your second marriage, you have kids, you have assets, you have, uh, you might have a business where you have salary, which is community property plus profit distributions, which can, you can separate outside of that. Um, so it's really important in that second marriage to talk about money, talk about how the kids are going to be raised, talk about prenup. You've already been through a divorce once, so don't do not do it wrong again. So a prenup is a good idea. I always tell the story about how out of college I lived with a girl, and uh, she swears one album was hers, one CD was hers. I swear I bought it. And when we broke up, it was contentious. Over a CD. Yeah. Could you imagine more important things like IRAs or if you own a business? Are you talking about CD? What about, what about these iTunes accounts that married people end up with all this music, and then how do you split that up? I don't know. You can have it. <laughs> just go. You can, That's your, you can have your 99 left balloons. <laughs> you can have it. Just go. It's a phrase that pays. Um, so you need a prenup if you're going to get an inheritance, if you own a business. If you have children from a previous relationship, like Chad said, if you don't make a lot of money now, but maybe your future earnings are going to be greater. Uh, you know, I'm a classic example of that. And like kids in law school, you know, they get married in, in grad school, and then you know, he, she supports him. She's waiting tables. He's getting his law degree. Next thing you know, he's making a giant salary five, ten years down the road, and uh, there's an L splitsville. Yeah, well, it's you and a lot of business owners. A lot of business owners end up. You know, the first 10 years of, of working and, and being a slave to your 
your business that you're trying to create. You don't make a lot of money in the beginning. You're always working towards that future scenario of, okay, the business is now finally running itself instead of you running the business. And that's when you can start taking profit distributions and things like that. So a lot of marriages fail when you have a business owner that's, you know, kind of a workaholic. And so in that second marriage, it tends to be when that business owner is now finally hitting that point where they want it. They have the right salary. They have the right profit distributions. So that's when it's really important because when you get married, Rob, your salary is typically community property. Right. So that's really hard to protect. And you can you can do certain things in terms of, well, if the marriage lasts this long and you're at home taking care of the kids and maybe I'll pay support for a certain period of time. You've got to think that all through. If you're going to get married and you both have kids or, or you have kids and the spouse doesn't, who's going to take care of the children? And what's going to happen if the divorce lasts 10 years and one person stayed at home and didn't join the workforce? How are you going to help? How are they going to get retrained? There's all sorts of things that come in the prenup agreement. People need to do this before they cohabitate and well before marriage. Yep. It's tough to do after. And it's tough to do when you suddenly learn, like, this person has a problem communicating with money. It's right. emotional for them. Well, after, yeah, I mean, the prenup is before. So the postnup comes into play where you get, you know, a separation occurs and almost a divorce. And then you kind of, usually a postnup will come into play where, okay, fine, I'll get back together. But you had a debt problem. You had a gambling problem. You had a spending problem. So if we, if we get <laughs> you know back my, You to, know my life really well. <laughs> if we get, you spend too much on scotch. If we... <laughs> If we get back together and we do end up getting divorced after all, after all, here's what's going to happen. Gotcha. Anything else that we need to know? Um, boy, it's you can't don't do a bunch of frivolous things. I, I've seen really odd things in a in a prenup where people get caught up in uh, literally how much you're supposed to weigh, <laughs> who's supposed to mow the lawn, who's you know those types of things. So don't, don't get caught up in them. Make make it. Uh, open communication, use a counselor to approach it um, if you think it's going to be contentious. But the prenup, you've got to put everything on the table. That's a chance where you show all your assets, all your liabilities, because if you don't, they're not going to hold up. I think I think weight should be part of a marriage contract. Yeah. So it, how unfair to marry someone and they become a drunken slob. <laughs> Story of my life. Story of my life. That's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and much, much more. Don't be shy. 800-516-1220. It's a celebration, end of the year. It's been a great year. 20 KDOW. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money. One of the things I do on uh, Monday. Is I look a lot of the entertainment news. 
And now you're saying entertainment news. You can actually learn a lot. Um, some of the entertainment pages out of New York. And Stockton, California. Fights erupted across the country over the release of new Air Jordan sneakers. Hey, you may go, that's beneath you, Rob. It's really not. Um, you look at these sneakers, they're really not all that special or magical, but at 185 bucks, you kind of get the fact that they're not cheap. So they're a status symbol for what essentially amounts to um, silly. <laughs> There's a video footage out of Stockton, California. Where police had to be called because, and I'm, I'm watching it right now, a fight erupted with a guy who was shirtless. I think you're saying that I'm in, he's shirtless. Um, that's kind of where we are as a nation. Status symbol for the silly. Air Jordan 11, Gamma Blue. Fights erupted across the nation. Across the nation this weekend. Whether it be in Brooklyn, in Dallas, or in Stockton. Boom, shakalaka, lack on straight out of Stockton. New York City, they had to close the gates early when they were sold out. People are bitter. Why stores don't go to a lottery system, I don't know. They're doing a first-come, first-serve angle. I suppose some stores like the idea that people are literally fighting each other, punching each other in the head with closed fist for shoes. Like, this is your America. Uh, uh. Samsung's new TVs will have smart gestures. That he changed the channel by swiping through the air. Um, I kind of want my old-fashioned remote control for now, but in 10 years from now, they'll replay this and they'll go, You can't make your fashion remote control. CES is coming up next month. And uh, a lot of smart TVs. A lot of content for smart TVs. Improved voice control. Uh, new pop-up windows. You can use voice control to check stuff like weather, stocks, and news. New finger gestures. The TVs will have built-in cameras that can detect certain gestures for controlling basic functions. Which, that sounds like a nightmare to me. I know you're saying, um... Hmm. Yes, that's exactly what you're saying. Mm, yes. The Hobbit, damn you Hobbit to hell, beat Anchorman 2. I know you're saying, wasn't Anchorman a little over-publicized, a little bit over-saturated? Yes, yes it was. You've got a dirty, whorish mouth. You have. Um... Maybe it was over-marketing that killed it. Maybe it's that people just didn't want to see Ron Burgundy's big return to theaters with Anchorman 2. Estimates had the film open at $30 million. Nope. 
28 million, 28.4 million. I'm going to punch you in the ovary. That's what I'm going to do. Great shot to the baby maker. <laughs> the sequel actually underperformed the original, which is shocking to say the least, with all that promotion. In the long run, the movie will do fine. Maybe opening weekend before Christmas wasn't the smartest idea. Put another it's, fanny on the Barbie. The, the weekend before Christmas, it's just a slow time of the year. Now, numbers for The Hobbit are pretty low compared to the first film, too. It ends with the ring getting thrown in fire. I fell in to a burning ring of fire. Um, I know. Thank you. That was dreadful. I love Johnny Cash. You know, in my world, if I could go back in time, I would have melted Elvis and just let Johnny Cash be the Elvis of his time. Because he deserved to be. I think he was a better singer. He was a better uh, vocalist. But he was an alcoholic. There's an old Mickey Mouse cartoon that I love. Because it's, it's disturbing beyond belief. Even for Disney. Where two of the characters are Al C. Hollick. Al, middle name C, last name Hollick. And Nick, middle name O, last name Teen. Um, Judy Dench's Philomia, The Book Thief, Homefront, all out of top ten. Judy Dench, I'm so tired of her. Yay, it's Judy Dench. Like, you're a bitter old English actress. I'm tired of seeing you go away. I know you're saying, do you hate bitter old English actresses? I do. It's weird, but I do. Um, yes, I'm still upset about Anchorman. I can't get over it. No one's gotten me a bottle of scotch for Christmas. You all pretend to be my friends. You all pretend to say you like the show, but you don't. You don't. You don't. Frozen, Disney's Frozen, came in at number three. I like going to Disney films and, and blurting out the lines before they happen and upsetting basically every adult in the theater and then telling the kids how the movie's going to end. I, I like spoiling it. Um, I know you're saying you hate Disney films. No, I don't. I love Disney films, quite actually. But The Hobbit, I can't get over this. Like, what's wrong with you people? Yeah, yeah, a little guy with a ring. I get it. You're showing your appreciation for little people. I get it. SB 500's up 8. The Dow up 71. The NASDAQ up 30. One more time. One more time. The SB 500 up 8. The Dow up 71. The NASDAQ up 30. Corn, you're saying? Where's corn? Corn's up $434 a bushel. And now you're saying, you've gone 358 days without bringing up a corn update, and now you're doing you're dropping that on me? I know. I'm stretching here. Copper up fractions. Silver up fractions. Silver. Okay. You got my, my unsolicited opinion on silver? Um, you're all idiots. You're saying, wait, 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 is that your unsolicited opinion on people or on silver? Okay, let me finish my statement. You're all idiots, those who buy silver as an investment. If you want to buy silver because it's pretty, yes. But silver is poor man's gold. 
and silver is not a hedge against inflation. Gold is a hedge against inflation. In theory, gold did really, 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 really well for the last six years when the Federal Reserve was slashed monetary policy. Not even the last six years. But up until this year, it did well because the Fed was stimulating the economy by printing money. Gold is backing our dollar. You're not printing more gold, but you're printing more money, dollars. It doesn't add up. And that's the point of, I wouldn't buy gold at this point in time, in theory, if the economy is improving. The speculative play is over. Gold's not going to go back and get a job. Uh, have you ever had a sugar bugger that's like disappointed that you're not working? Like you're playing video games all weekend long. You're on your Xbox One. And she's just waiting for your attention. She's waiting, waiting, waiting for your attention. That's gold. It's playing the Xbox. It's just waiting for inflation. And it's not going to get off the couch until it does. Or it's waiting for a weaker monetary policy. And that that, that, that game's over. So now gold drifts lower and lower and lower. And your expectations drift lower and lower and lower. And you're not at the point where, like, it doesn't make any sense anymore. So, um, someone tried to chime into my Google account from China. Does that make me angry? Not really. But it does, like, send a message to me in my head, like, make sure you check up on these things, Rob. Right? Are you with me or against me? So you do have to kind of pick a side, if you know what I'm saying. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing more. Um, it's a little bit of a Santa Claus rally. We hear about this every year that Christmas comes in the middle of the week, particularly these five trading days of the year. And in the first two days of the new year, Professionals are gone. So Apple gets a little bit more play. Like, sexy names get more play. I know you're saying, I love when you say sexy. Tiffany lowered their 2014 earnings expectations. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. There's uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. All- I send you to On the busiest shopping weekends of the year, and um, they've got a data breach with their credit card swipers. I prefer credit over debit. Just my angle. I'm sticking by that one. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. Let's get a rich from San Francisco. Morning, Rich. Morning. Enlighten me. What do you? Enlighten me. Lie to you. Enlighten me. Oh, liking you. 
No, no, no. Enlighten me. Oh, enlighten you. Oh, okay. there you go. Christmas light you. Uh, no, it's uh, actually I was hoping you could enlighten me as well. I was just uh, the. Uh, I, you're aware of the apparently this is the hundredth year anniversary of the creation of the Federal Reserve. Sure. Um, I don't know. Just anything you might know, like something's gonna happen. Um, I don't know. You know, for, for hundred years. Are you just bored? No, I'm not. Bored. Like, why are you calling I'm this poor. question? I'm poor. I'm more bored want... than bored. Okay, you're poor and you care about the Federal Reserve. That's money. You talk about it all day. You fascinate me because I couldn't possibly imagine caring about the Federal Reserve if I was poor. The Federal Reserve is a banking community that sets interest rates. Are you trying to get rich, like buying? Are you trying to like make a big deal to get rich fast? What, what, what's your angle? Yeah, yeah. Live well, live, live comfortably. Yeah, I don't think the Federal Reserve angle is going to suit you well. So, I would say head back to the drawing board. Um, oh, I'm going to have to re- happy birthday to the Federal Reserve. If you could tell me what if, what month they did, that would be. A, or you could say what month it came on. They came on or something. That I don't know what month. <laughs> you care about what month the Federal Reserve was created? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, they run the show, don't they? No. Well, they're a big part of the. You know, I know, I know London City has a major influence. Isn't it? London City? Yeah, City of London, as they call it, or something like that. Now. In the London. Uh, there's a LIBOR rate, which is helping setting lending rates in the UK, but in some of our mortgages are backed by the LIBOR, just pegged to the LIBOR is a better way of saying it, but thanks for the call. That could be, honestly, Rich has called in a couple times, and I really feel sad for Rich, because in his words, he's poor. In his words, he's trying to become rich. Maybe I planted the words in his mouth. He does care enough to listen to the show, which, congratulations. I think that's a great thing to start thinking about money. But he should be worried about career more so than the Federal Reserve. The best thing you can do to get wealthier is, is educate yourself to get paid more. The Federal Reserve is 100 years old. Um, it was created December 23rd, which is today, 1913. I'm not going to sing happy birthday. I'm not going to do it. Basically, it was a response by the United States government to a pretty big panic in 1907. Um, But since then, the roles for the Federal Reserve have expanded. There are a lot of our bankers from different parts of our country who get together and talk about the economy. I don't think they're responsible for the economy because a bank can give you free money. It doesn't mean you go out and spend it. I don't like expensive cars until I'm 50, so I'm waiting until I'm 50 to get an expensive car. I'll enjoy it, but I'm more of a saver than I am an investor. The Fed can't break me of that. Now, Congress can break me of that. They can say, you know, we're going to tax you for how much you make. And I'll be like, well, maybe I'll work less. Maybe I'll work more. Maybe I'll work less. Like, 
we're going to give small businesses a tax break if you hire someone this year. Maybe I'll hire someone this year. So the Federal Reserve to me ain't all that in a bucket of chicken. Apple's the biggest story of the day today. They got that China Mobile deal, of which I think is it's a bigger win for Qualcomm. It's a bigger win for China Mobile. Um, and other players, including Arm Holdings, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke, get what I mean, get what I mean. I'm speaking to you, Rich. I'm speaking to you. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. What's going to happen next week? Two big play-in games, the playoffs. Win or go home, Chicago and Green Bay. Win or go home, Dallas and the Eagles. Um, I just don't care enough to say anything more than that. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Cuts in military pensions. Um, that's interesting to throw out there as a phrase. Pentagon's top civilian says it's time to tame burgeoning military personnel costs. Veteran groups are fighting curbs and annual pension increases for military retirees under the age of 62. Um, President Barack Obama says he's going to review cost of compensation for a U.S. vet is under review. So your DMV pension, your state pension, and everything else is under review, in my opinion. Whether you're with American Airlines or United or whoever, uh, guarantees of the past with Social Security, guarantees of the past with pensions are unpopular. They're controversial, but they're under review. To get your calls there, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. This is Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at robblack.com. is happening now through Monday. Get up to $1,300 in security cameras. Who are the winners and losers on Wall Street? Visit Rob Black's YouTube channel for a fresh take on the market each weekday with Rob's morning market notes. You'll also see Rob's winners and losers and find an endless stream of financial insights when you browse hundreds of Rob Black video clips. Share them with your friends. Market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. I'm sensing no one's listening. Let me just check. First person to send me an email that says Beefcake3000. Win something. It probably will be weaker than you expect, but at least something. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. 
I'm not the kind of radio host that does the top ten things of the year. I'm just not. Therefore, let's do the top ten megatrends for next year. I know you're saying, but didn't you just say you're... This is a great year. There's no stories on Wall Street today. Um, poof, everything disappeared. Your money in your 401k is gone. So there's nothing to really talk about. But we can talk about next year. Um, high quality, ultra low cost devices. They're continuing to proliferate. I think we kind of started with Amazon and the Kindle. Motorola started selling a low-cost Moto G for $179 unlocked. It's cheap, but it's not bad. That's a top trend for next year. And that's going to hurt margins, and that's going to hurt companies like Apple. Cloud-based productivity tools are going to be huge. I know you're saying, what's that mean? I don't even know what that means. If I don't understand what it means, how can I possibly understand what to do with that information? It's going to blow your head up. Web-based startup marketing of tools for the enterprise that lead to big growth. There's a company like Mixpanel, Lucidchart, Asana, Quipe, Paper. Um, basically, big expansion. Tools like Evernote, Box, Dropbox, WhatsApp. So, cross-organization work, cloud-based productivity tools. That's another big trend for next year. On another big trend in tech, where you can make some do, re, mi, a deer, fa, a long, long way to run. Um, there's an R at the end of that. Corporations are going to be less freaked out by the cloud. The cloud has freaked people out. You have been freaked out. Do you want to store all your music and your emails online, and you'll you'll be able to get them whenever you want to? No! 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 Okay. That's kind of the curve that we've gone through with the cloud, right? I want I want my emails on my desktop. I want my emails on my desktop. I want I want I want I want I want I want, I want it. And people are stopping to buy software like. My last uh, edition of Adobe Edition. I know you're saying your last edition of Adobe Edition. I know. I can't make this possibly up. I was like, I want a copy sent to me. And now I'm like, meh, you can charge me monthly. Me. Emails dying is a big trend in technology. I know you're saying, like, cancer? Sit down. You want to sit down with this? Sit down. I don't want to sit. I want to stand. I said sit. Um, email has cancer. And messaging is killing it. Email, to me, looks like a fax machine. It, it, it's almost archaic. It's almost silly. Texting is a much more expressive, fun emotion. Skip email notifications. Rely on SMS only. I get SMS messages from my local city that says, Emergency! Emergency! A young child's been abducted by a wolf. 
And I'm like, a wolf? We don't have wolves. Okay, so the SMS message. Let me, let me go back in time and fix that. An SMS alert says, alert, alert. A small child has been abducted by a mountain lion. And if I were a mountain lion, I'd look at a small child as a, as a succulent goat. Okay, one more time. If I were a mountain lion, I would look at a small child as a succulent lamb. You look like a succulent baby lamb. Thank you. That's what I would be thinking in my head. Um, I saw the coolest, coolest, coolest gift. And basically, it's a race car driving. Like, you remember, like, you had a mat you put down and cars would go around the circle and, a, and you'd race each other? You can now control those cars with your iOS. Um, it's a pretty, pretty cool thing that you can now race your friends. You can all pull out your phones, throw down a mat that has a circle on it, put cars on it, and you can, like, you can even use weapons, like uh, electronic pu- pushes, and you can push them off the mat. Anyway, Android and iOS are getting unique enough that one general app designed for both platforms will no longer work. So developers are going to need to pick their lead platforms or have substantial code bases across platforms. So it's getting tougher and tougher to build for both iOS as well as Android. I'm not going to even mention Microsoft. You're out of the conversation. Until you're in the conversation, you're out of the conversation. I think... 2014, in the year of tech, it's going to be a, a big gap between your small screens and your big screens. Application designs will not be one-size-fits-all. Some apps that started on the phone will eventually be tweaked for tablets, for phablets, for laptops, and, and bigger computing devices. I know you're saying, I hate top ten lists, and I'm giving you a top ten list of the future. So it's a top ten list that you'll have to revisit next year, so you get it twice, once now and once next year. More and more people are living in a digital mobile world. Mobile platforms can get you a reservation, a ticket, a cab, delivery, physical resources. So we are now using our cell phone, and soon it will be something other than cell phone to enjoy the the vast urban life that we we have. Owning stuff is becoming more and more outdated. Uh, Why not own a car part-time? So renting is becoming a bigger and bigger concept in people's heads. Whether it be the place you live or whether it be a vehicle. Phablets, I hate the word phablet. A phablet to me sounds like a frosted strawberry Pop-Tart. I know you're saying, but you love frosted strawberry Pop-Tarts. I do, I do, I do. I can't break you, I can't quit you. But phablets are becoming a lot more normal. Big phones or small tablets? Um... A phone's not quite enough. A tablet can feel kind of bulky. Cloud storage limits are going to go the way of the dodo bird in 2014. So you're going to be able to do unlimited email, unlimited photos, unlimited files, unlimited applications, unlimited mobile back back uh, apps. It's going to be all tied towards the price of the device. 
you buy an Apple iPhone from us, you get unlimited storage because you'll buy your next phone from us. Those are my biggest concepts for 2014. Stay with me. Here's Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So, my big holiday gift this year was to give something sweet, something nice. I wanted to give my big gift was essential oil back massage. And I found out that Many people don't want essential oil back massage from Rob Black. And it actually told me to go away. I'm hurt by that. I wanted you to get me Ron Burgundy Scotch. And I wanted to give you in return uh, Great Odin's Thunder. Uh, is it too much to ask for? I'm kind of a big deal. I just wanted Great Odin's Bourbon. I'm very important. And you couldn't live up to it. And I'm a little saddened. I know you're saying, like, crying saddened? Yes. <laughs> I love the fact that Anchorman does this huge publicity push. Massive. And then it, it comes in number two. And that The Hobbit, a little hairy dude. Like, if I were to describe The Hobbit to you, you'd be like, that sounds unattractive. Uh, yes, there you go. Lord of the Rings. What rings are you talking about? I don't know. Um, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in there. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. SP 500's up 9. The Dow's up 76. The NASDAQ up 33. Joining me now, CFB Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Best way to reduce shocks to a portfolio, both in retirement as well as in youth. Thoughts? Yeah, well, I mean, world events. Let's let's just look at the last decade. We've seen a tech bubble, and then we saw a real estate bubble, and now we're right in the middle of a debt bubble. We've seen Greece. We're dealing with issues of Spain and Italy now. Uh, what's next, Iran? I, I mean, think, I think it's going to be Mr. Bubble. Mr. Bubble? I think he's making a resurgence, and people are going to say, the next bubble is Mr. Bubble. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just go with that. So the best way that I've seen to to reduce the shocks in overall portfolio is to stay diversified and rebalance often. Not sexy. No, no. Well, I mean, here's here's the deal, though. When when people come and talk about asset allocation, it can go into other levels. For example, in your bond portfolio, do you own not only corporate bonds, high yield bonds, government bonds in the form of tips? Um, you know, also international bonds. I mean, if you're earning, if the dollar falls, for example, let's say inflation is a shock or a falling dollar is a shock to the overall market, if you're earning interest in other currencies and foreign bonds, that's a good hedge against the dollar. But the best way to do it is to make sure you have emergency reserves. And when you're, you know, young and working at six to 12 months of your family's expenses and cash, 
So if you need, you know, $4,000 a month to keep the lights on and the food on the table in your house, you need six times that a minimum in cash. Can you put that in muni bonds? No. Because I get that question all the time. People who want to use their cash to get higher returns. Now, potentially, I mean, there's, there's, you know, California tax-free money market accounts, and that's okay. You've saw, you've seen issues though where that has, you know, had issues of of returns. You saw a couple of money market funds break the buck in 2008 and nine. That's a, um, that's a phrase just to let people know that we never thought the the buck could be broken. Right, because most money market shares trade at a dollar a share. All the time. And the institution never wants to give you 99 cents back because that would be shameful for them. Well, and the most money market funds are costing mutual fund families money now to keep them at a dollar. Gotcha. Because you can't hunt for yield. They were hunting for yield in European bank paper, and they're pretty much out of it at this point. So it's harder to even keep you know their interest rates above zero. But with that said, it's you know when you're in retirement or close to retirement, you need three years' worth of your portfolio draws in cash because world events will occur. Seven out of ten years are positive. Three out of ten years are negative. To get through those negative years in the market when you can't rebalance your portfolio and peel off gains because there aren't any, right. you've got to have the cash to live off of. If you look at your portfolio over all of the last three bubbles that we've had, balanced portfolios have averaged over 6% unless you drew on them when they were down. In that case, you're way behind. So to, to ward that off, you've got to invest the right way in asset allocation, have different asset classes that are doing well um, when the stock market isn't, and you've got to have cash for when everything is doing poorly. Like 2009, asset allocation, everything fell off a cliff. Even gold fell off a cliff in a really ugly time because hedge funds were having to sell it to meet redemptions. Okay. Let's ask, let me ask some questions. And you, short answers, okay? Okay. At this moment in time, do you own corporate bonds? Yes. At this moment in time, do you own high-yield bonds? Yes. At this moment in time, do you own tips? Yes. Treasuries? Uh, yes, in the intermediate term. I'm not, I can't tell you if I will in 12 months. But How about right dividend now. achievers? Oh, majority of the stock portfolio. Okay. 100% of our individual stocks, dividend achievers, and a good portion of our balanced ETF no-load fund portfolio is dividend achiever. And you know, like in a bullish market, that most of those are going to underperform the bullish stocks. But yet, you still have to do it. And in a bearish market, those are going to save you. you well, the, you or am see, I oversimplifying? You're oversimplifying because I think actually in a dividend achiever, um, well, not okay. just dividend paying stocks, those have underperformed a bull market. Dividend achievers are growing companies that still pay a dividend. So the yield isn't as high, but their growth, you, you look for growth there too. But where they get, you know, in a dividend achiever, where you, 2009, for example, the income in the stock portfolio still went up, even though the overall market was down, yep. because you're, divi- you're buying companies that raise their dividend. So between your three years' worth of expenses in cash and your dividends that come in on a quarterly basis, you've got that hedge. I mean, the way that I do it is I'm always at least hedging, you know, five to seven years' worth of income, so I know I don't have to sell anything. If we go through a period of like 2000 when the market topped out, tanked down to 2003, and then recovered by 2007. I want to be able to get people through those types of periods because they're going to be retired from 65 to 100. Okay. Probably what I should have said is that sometimes these basket of income producers make us feel like I wish the money was elsewhere. In hindsight, I wish I had it all at Apple. Mm -hmm. But you just can't do it. No, asset allocation, you're going to have to realize that when the market is 100% bull market, um, you will underperform a little bit because your bonds won't be keeping up with the, the stocks. Your 
you know, your your emerging markets tend to fall more than the S and P 500 in a in a negative year, but they tend to do better in a in a good year. So it, it's it all rotates. It all reverts to the mean. Talking best ways to reduce shocks in a portfolio in retirement, it's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at law online, chadburton.com. That's chadburton.com or his company, newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. He and I do seminars around the Bay Area all the time. You can come out and meet him. He's a good guy. I think you'll grow to like him. Yeah. Um, some big news out there. In 2014, the start of Obamacare. Uh, no longer the sign-up, but the start. I think it will be a fun year to look back on next year to see how it played out. Here's Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and much, much more. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Some older than 20 years. I'm 20 and a half. This is a song by the Talking Heads, and I think every 10 years you should have a favorite band that kind of reflects who you are. Mine, clearly, Talking Heads of the 80s. Maybe the Dave Matthews Band or Pearl Jam of the 90s. Uh, I will go as far as to say my 90s, maybe has two or three. But the 80s certainly, certainly was Talking Heads. I think the 90s, eventually, the Red Hot Chili Peppers take it. The 2000s, it has to be, in my mind, the killers. But Road to Nowhere by the Talking Heads, 1985, this came out. And it sounds like it could come out today. A great Christmas gift for someone is the best of the Talking Heads. Uh, iTunes or jump on Amazon and get it right now on DVD or CD. I think David Byrne was, to me, a genius. Simplistic, monotonous, and the two work very, very well together. And the song Road to Nowhere, I wanted to actually make this the, my theme song on radio. This show is about getting you to retirement. And the irony is that you're not on a road to nowhere. You are on a road to retirement. And it can be awful, or it can be wonderful. The Talking Heads used special effects in their music videos long before anyone else did. In my opinion, what they, they kind of opened the door for Peter Gabriel. In my opinion. Not everything... Um, not everything David Byrne touched turned to gold. 
but I remember going to see a production of the Talking Heads in a movie theater. Long before anyone else did rock and roll movies, I saw them in a rock and roll movie. To this day, it is one of the highlights of my life. Going to my brother, uh, Peter, uh, Clint. <laughs> now I sound like my mom. Uh, my mom was famous for going Clint, David, Robert, Peter, whoever you are. Um, so, to me, the Talking Heads, I remember seeing a, a movie with Clint, movie theater, Talking Heads, Stop Making Sense. I think it's the best live performance I've ever seen in my life. And it wasn't live. To me, it was in a movie theater. But it, they put on a show that they put on a, at movie theaters that people got up and danced at a movie theater. And I'm like, that's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I'm not all that big into the rest of the band. Yes, Tina Weymouth, fantastic. Chris France, good. Jerry Harrison, lovely. Jerry Harrison, uh, a Marin native, I believe. Um, I was more of a David Byrne kind of guy. In Tina Weymouth on bass, she was kind of sexy the way she could pound out a beat. Um, and we all remember where we were in our life when Psycho Killer got on MTV. Otherwise, you're too young for it. And you were too young to remember Madonna on MTV rolling around like a virgin. So anyway, I'm a big fan. David Byrne, the 80s, talking head. Uh, 90s, you know, I started with David. Uh, and again, I'm almost embarrassed by that. Um, where I started my 90s. Dave Matthews. There's a story about Dave Matthews that is interesting to know. I'm at UVA at a college party. And um, he grew up and he, he spent a lot of time in Charlottesville, uh, UVA, that area. And I've got my girlfriend with me. And he basically offers his services uh, on a personal level to me if I include my girlfriend. And I'm like, mm, no, freaked out. I was freaked out of my mind. Like, I was too young to understand anything. I was in college. Uh, and I was seeing him at a, a place that had eight to ten people. Uh, he, Dave Matthews and UVA and, you know. So eventually I'd get into the Chili Peppers and I don't know. That's all I have for you. <laughs> I don't have anything else for you. I know you're saying that's a little bit disappointing. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, I know you're saying you have to have something. Tiffany is ordered to pay $449 million to Swatch. In Swiss francs, nonetheless. To add insult to injury, there was a contractual dispute. The dispute arose in 2011 when Swatch canceled its cooperation with Tiffany, with Swatch saying at the time Jeweler was in breach of contract because it was trying to block the lay joint venture. So Tiffany's lowered their earnings guidance for the year. Two members of the Russian feminist punk rock band Pussy Riot are freed from prison as part of an amnesty law that, you know... Uh, they're saying, like, don't free us if this is the way you're going to do it. And that, to me, brings up, I don't like Russia as an investment. 
I heard some clowns on radio a couple of years ago talk about Eucos Oil, and they're clowns. They're ex-insurance people who got into the financial planning industry, and they think that you could have an opinion just because you're a clown. I don't play in the Russia in any way, shape, or form because they got that guy over there, Putin, who some days he loves capitalism and some days he doesn't. And that does not make for a healthy environment to invest in. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. Ron Burgundy comes in number two. That's got to be a disappointment compared to, is in light of losing to a, a, a hairy midget. A, a hobbit, nonetheless. Worse than... You know, right? Most important thing I've done in my career, either professional or personal-wise, was the was the night I made love to Bruce Lee. Well, that about says everything. Fighter ups across the nation over the release of the new Nike Air Jordans. Um, and I love that story because a there's a lot of stupid people in the world, but b because there's a lot of stupid people who are willing to fight over product. I'd I'd invest in that. Like, 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 like. People are hitting each other in the face. Sometimes killing one another for shoes. Now, that's not funny. It's sad and it's tragic. <laughs> it's tragic, I tell you. I'm going to invest in that tragedy. And I know you're saying you have no heart, Mr. Black. This is a character that I play. I'm not really me. If you ever meet me in real life, I'm shy. Painfully shy. Awkwardly shy. But on radio, I'm trying to get you to retirement because we're trying to go somewhere, not nowhere. So the fact that people are willing to hurt each other, kill each other, I'll invest in that stupidity. It's like cancer. I'll invest in that stupidity. People are willing to smoke cigarettes. Hell yeah, I'll own some Philip Morris or some Altria for dividend or for growth. Philip Morris for growth internationally. As the world's get jobs, you create people who smoke. All of that's that stupidity, absolutely, 100%, all the way to the bank. Disney, if you ever watch one episode of Phineas and Furby, basically want to jump off a cliff and die. Or jump off two cliffs and die. Like... I've watched some TV that is so mind-stakingly bad, numbingly bad that I want to put my wisdom teeth back in and then take them back out. And I invest in that kind of angle because that's what America's doing. The United States is lagging the rest of the world. We need mi- embedded microchips into our, our credit cards. And we wouldn't have these crazy breaches of data. And someone sent me an email, and you know who you are out there. You are a weirdo. This guy sent me up like a basically a 14-page email, which again, email is a fax machine at this point in time. Text me if you care. Email me if you want to make it look like you're a crazy person. Do you get that? That's why Twitter's winning. Winning. I miss Charlie Sheen. He went slightly crazy for a short period of time, and it was radio gold. I tell you. Radio Gold, I tell you. That's gold, Terry. Gold! Thank you. you. I'm calling for my own clips. Oh, I kill myself. Markets are higher in Asia overnight. Boring. Japan was closed for their emperor's birthday holiday. Boring. 
Keep in mind, we're going to have our Savior's holiday birthday coming up on the 25th. Oh, oh, they want me off the microphone now. I see, I get it. Golden oil lower. I think that's a trend. Gold much lower. Or no, no, gold lower. Oil sideways to slightly down until demand picks up. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. Find me online at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Get me now before I disappear. Because I'm Radio Gold, I tell you. Even old New York was once New Amsterdam. Why they changed it, I can't say. You just liked it better that way. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. It's that time of year where everyone seems to take off work. Um, it's also a type of year where we look at other people introspectively. I want to get you to retirement. I want you to be patient. I want you not to be freaked out. I want you to get what you're investing in and stop speculating and taking chances. I think 2014 is going to be a really fun year. In large part, we're creating jobs. That should help the stock market. But there's also going to be some drags in the stock market, like Obamacare, whether you like it or not. A lot of people don't know what's going to happen. And they're going to be stunned to find out what a high deductible policy is that they elected for. They're going to think... Hey, I've got Obamacare. I'm paying X amount. I'm going to go to the doctor, and they're going to get hit with a bill. Healthcare's not cheap. Trust me. I have a PPO. It's one of the greatest healthcare benefits on the planet, and it ain't cheap. I pay an egregious amount a month. When I go to the doctors, I'm like, I need you to document everything, and I need to leave here with a receipt. Because I'm going to challenge everything that you try to bill me for. I've got a PPO with Blue Cross, Blue Shield. It's a company called Regents. So Regents will have this policy, and I'll go to the doctor, and they'll do a test. And Regents will go, we're not paying for that. We ran it through Blue Cross. I'm like, run it through Blue Shield. That's your job, insurance company. Do both. Like, you didn't know that, did you? I just learned to do something. You've been learned. I know. I'm waiting for that sound effect that's just not going to happen. Um, so it's going to be interesting to watch how people react to it. It's going to be interesting to see how people react to spending money on health care and then getting not the best health care in the world. The greatest story of Obamacare is that if you do get sick, you'll be taken care of. 
and you don't have to make a decision on cancer treatment or no cancer treatment, you'll get taken care of, and yeah, you'll probably learn that you have a high deductible and some things aren't going to be covered, and you're going to get pissed off with the system. Welcome to my world. <laughs> Welcome to getting pissed off at the system. For you part-time employees who don't make enough hours to get full-time benefits, I feel bad for you. I think you're in for a, a, a world of shock to learn just horrible things as far as how the healthcare system works. Because you have to get healthcare. It's up to you, even if you're a part-timer. There's a big theory out there that our government should just pay us $500 each a month. And you start by saying, what the hell are you talking about? There's actually a big push right now that our government should pay us $500 a month and end Social Security. A lot of reporters say that, Mr. President, these are all good ideas. Um, for those of you who emailed me the Beefcake 3000, I was just kidding. But it's funny to see how many people did. So, anyway. Anyway. Uh, I'll, I'll send something to you. I'll say hello or something. Um, holiday season, we all find some please and... Oh, wait, wait. Oh, so there's a big push, believe it or not. Let's see if I can find this story. That our government should pay us $500 a month. Now, does that surprise you? Does that shock you? Because we'd actually start negotiating our own health care, and we'd start saying, you know what? Instead of giving us that benefit, we'll negotiate with doctors ourselves, or we'll figure it out, or we'll, we'll know when we're sick or not. I don't know if that would work or not, but it's worthy of noting. Apple gets their long-awaited Chinese distribution deal. Yay! I can't say that's a big story to me. I can't. I wish I could, but I can't. Beefcake 3000. So, the stock market is doing well. It's the Santa Claus ho-ho-ho rally. No one's working. If you're at work right now, you're a loser. You've basically amounted to nothing in your life because you're working on a holiday week. Wait, 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 wait. I'm at work today. What's that say about me? Exactly. I pity the fool who's at work today. That's right, Jack. When Mr. T passes, I'm going to be a sad, sad puppy. Just so you know. No, no, no. I'm going to be sad for a prolonged period of time. Facebook's being added to the S&P 500. I know you're saying, boring. Look, this is the world that I work in at this point in time. It's the holiday season. I, I'm not off. I'll be off soon enough. Uh, Swatch making a deal to with Tiffany to basically be paid $450 million. Sweet! 20-year alliance. I know you're saying Swatches. I remember when I was 12 years old, I had a Swatch. I know, right? I never had a Swatch. You know why? Because my family was lower middle class, upper middle class. I was going to say lower middle class, but that would be creating fiction. And you don't want fiction on this show. You want fact. Um, the Hobbit beats Anchorman 2. There's no story there. There's no story there. Just turn around. There's no story there. Don't look at me. Turn around. Tesla was the, probably the biggest winner of 2013 as far as torch in the shorts. I know you're saying, torch in the shorts. <laughs> you didn't say that? Okay, well, shorting stocks basically puts you in a position where you think it's going to go lower. 
I don't like that. That to me, that's a thought, and it's not fundamental. Hey, find me online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. We'll take a break here. We'll be back when we're back. You'll pay attention because that's what you do. I'm Rob Black. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 